Genesis chapter 12, part 2. My name is Pastor Oetla Simankani, thanking you for joining us as we go through the book of Genesis. Let us read verse 11 to 12. And it came to pass, when he was close to entering Egypt, that he said to Sarai his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen. When the Egyptians see you, that they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say, You are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and that I may live because of you. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Let us close our eyes as we pray, Father in heaven. We are so grateful for your word. And we ask today that as we reflect on it and as we read and meditate upon it, that Lord, your Holy Spirit may speak to us, convict us. And I especially ask that you may dispel all fear from our hearts and let us live courageous lives. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, sons and daughters of the living God, the Bible tells us that we have been given a spirit, not of fear, but a spirit of faith. Abraham in this chapter was gripped by fear. He was motivated by fear, directed by fear, and completely overcome by fear. Fear, you see, is a magician. It creates non-existent scenarios, and you will see them vividly. Abraham concludes, uh, if I say, you are my wife, they will kill me. He saw his death. Father Abraham, we sing. He says, they will kill me. Fear is at work in our Father. Fear, that invisible enemy that creates monsters out of trees. Fear, that adrenaline-inducing, heart-palpitating, nerve-wracking, sweat-exuding, palm-moisturizing emotion painted a picture of death and convinced Abraham to co-opt his own wife in a scheme to escape death by lying. That is fear. This scheme was designed to preserve Abraham, who was afraid, who was afraid of death. But while preserving him, it would expose his wife, leaving her completely vulnerable. That is what fear does. And I wish for us to rebuke fear in Jesus' name today. What has fear done to you? What is the thing that makes you fearful? What has fear done to you? <laughs> and what has it deprived you of? What have you done because of fear? The Israelites stopped in their tracks on their way to the promised land, coming out of slavery, coming out of bondage. And they stopped in their tracks because of fear. And they pronounced, we look like grasshoppers before the giants of the land. Fear! They even voted to return to slavery. That is what fear will do. You will give up your freedoms and give up everything that you have been fighting and working towards simply because of fear. Moses. Moses was afraid when God called him to approach Pharaoh and to tell him, let my people go. 
Jonah. Jonah was afraid of the people of Nineveh when God sent him there. The mission, he would not pursue it because he was afraid of those whom he would stand before and speak. He could not speak to them because he was afraid of them. Do not be afraid. That is the biblical command that is given. And yet we see here many of those we revere and who we preach about, men of faith we so pronounce, yet we see often there were periods where fear visited them. This particular gentleman, Jonah, who had a call, he gets on a boat headed in a wrong direction and he was brought back in the right direction by a fish. Listen to this one, Elijah. He feared Queen Jezebel and had suicidal ideation. Peter, he even denied Christ, not once, not twice, but three times when fear took over in the middle of the night. Peter denied Christ to protect himself, and so also Abraham denied his wife to protect himself. And the problem is, in so doing, he did not protect his wife. I want to say to us today, do not be afraid. You see, there is a challenge that fear presents to us because fear takes away rationality. It erodes principles and it exposes others to danger. Do not be afraid. Do not lie out of fear. Do not retreat from the promised land out of fear. Do not forsake your calling and your mission out of fear. Go forward, I say in Jesus' name. Be true, stand firm, and keep on moving. There is something that you ought to do. There is a mission you ought to pursue. Do not die until you've accomplished that which God has placed you on the earth to do. Unfortunately, fear has a way of paralyzing us. And today, I pray this message may liberate you in Jesus' name. You have been given a spirit of faith. Move forward in faith. But if you do fail, all of these stories that I have relayed of these great giants of faith are there to give us encouragement so that we can know that if we err and if we sin because of fear, there is still grace and there is still good news in store. Listen to this. When Sarah was taken by the king after they had gone through with their plan, pronouncing she is just a sister, God intervenes. The Bible says in verse 17, The Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. God came through and intervened. At the moment, before anything could go terribly wrong, God came and stood in the gap. Abraham, you see, at this point should have been a representative of Yahweh. But he is rebuked by the king of Egypt, by Pharaoh. Some of you may call him a pagan. And yet at this moment, he stands tall above Abraham, rebuking and correcting him. He should have been revealing the truth of God. That's Abraham. Revealing the ways of God. But here he is, the subject of rebuke. 
by a king who does not know Jehovah. Today I say, fear, fear. <laughs> Do not be afraid. Many great accomplishments should have been yours, should have been mine, should have been ours. Many victories could have been won. We would have, could have, should have, but fear. Today I say, as you rise and as you move forward, go forward with confidence. Today I say, we have not indeed been given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of faith. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Protect your wives, husbands. Protect your children, fathers and mothers. So many children being trafficked in our country because modern Abrahams are afraid. And they do not take their protective roles. So many women being prostituted because Abrahams are not taking their defensive positions. A nation is left vulnerable because people that shall stand to defend the nation have left it to be taken by the enemies. Let's protect our families. Let's advance the cause of God's kingdom to the church I speak. There is a kingdom of truth. There is a kingdom of love. And I say to you, let us move forward. In Jesus' name, without fear and only with courage. Let us close our eyes as we pray. Father in heaven, take away all fear from our hearts. As we go through life with so much that should indeed naturally bring fear into us, storms that arise, we still hear Jesus say, Why are you afraid? And today, Father, I ask, that may the giants not be the focus of our sight, but may we learn to look at Jehovah, the God of all victory. And as we focus on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, may everything in this world that brings us fear grow strangely dim. And we learn from this chapter and from this lesson that indeed there is grace. So forgive us where we have erred, and acted out of fear. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.